0: this week i've been thinking about what i was going to preach on not sure at all what i was supposed to preach on frustrated you know just reading the bible a lot and praying and thinking and not having a text that i was burning on my heart and then i was praying because we've been doing the scripture of matthew 7 asking you will receive seeking you will find so i was like okay jesus like help me um and i sp- fell asleep, woke up this morning, and James, um, a guy from Kenya, a pastor there who we work with closely, Kenyan man, had written me a WhatsApp, um, just this text, see how great a love the Father has bestowed on us, that we would be called children of God, and such we are. So this is the scripture of 1 John chapter 3, 1 to 3. So, Being called a child of God, what does that mean? And is that powerful for you to think of yourself as a child of God? Part of me just thinks, well, I'm not a child, so can't relate to that. And, uh, okay, I'm a child of God. What does that mean? Um, It's really hard for me to really get my mind around it sometimes. What about you guys? Are you all just super aware and delighted that you're a child of God? And if we're not, then what's wrong? Do we not know, you know, what that should be to be considering ourselves a child of God rather than just a child of our biological parents? I think a lot of times we just are clueless about about what this means and but I really believe that God wants to awaken us to our status as children of God and how great that is. Um, you know, one of the problems is, is that when we call ourselves a child of God, people around us remind us that we're very imperfect. Um, you know, it's, it's typical for Christians to be call each other to be called hypocrites. Oh, those Christians are hypocrites. They, they claim to be about all the stuff, but they're no, no different than the world. And we look at ourselves and we think, well, yeah, maybe I am kind of a hypocrite. Like the way I treat my family, the way I treat people sometimes isn't the best. And, and sometimes we're reminded of that by our, our children and by our the people close to us, you know, that you call yourself a pastor, dad, um, is something that I've gotten before. Um, or, if, you know, we we put ourselves down or we put, our, we put ourselves down because we know our la- how we lack, um, but, but really, our status as a child of God is 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 a becoming. It's a process of becoming, and this scripture makes that really clear. See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us, that we would be called children of God. You know, um, it is just a great love of God that God would call us that. You're my child, and such we are. Actually, now we are. Then it goes on to say, for this reason the world does not know us uh, because it did not know him. And that's a reference back, back to John chapter 1, where it says the true light that enlightens all, all people came into the world. You know, the, the word was with God, the word was God. It's that word of God that comes into the world and the world doesn't know it, doesn't know him. You know, um, God comes cloaked as a human in Jesus. And the world doesn't recognize him. And we're children of God, uh, camouflaged just by our earthly identities. And the world doesn't recognize us either. And so in a way, we have that in common with Jesus. Beloved, now we are children of God. Okay. And it has not yet appeared as yet what we will be. I know that Roger Capron is a child of God. I see it in him. I've seen him grow. I've seen him change. I know that Harold Newfelt is a child of God. Um, I know that um, Salvia and Victoria are children of God. I've, I, I can see it in them. I can see it in their eyes. And Andrew, and Mike, Lisa, and Bobby, Midge, Emmanuel, and, and David. Um, but we know that when he appears we will be like him do we know that that when he appears we're going to be like him will we be like him i don't know that i know that i'll be like him Uh, i hope i'll be like him Um, and then it goes on to say because we see him just as he is this is the most complicated verse you know we know that he when he appears we will be like him because we will see him just as he is Somehow it's not completely convincing to me, but I want to believe it, and I'll choose to believe it. Then verse 3 sort of makes sense of it. And everyone who has this hope on him purifies himself just as he is pure. Okay, that makes sense to me. If I'm going to be like Jesus when he appears, I and my hope is fixed on him, then I will be in a process of purifying myself um, all the way till the very moment when I see him. And that's the Christian walk. Um, That's what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And that references us back to the book of uh, just earlier chapters in 1 John that I want to look at right now. So you guys, look, we're children of God already, but we're not yet, it has not yet appeared what we will be. We're becoming. And that becoming is a becoming like Jesus. Um, And the great love that we have being called children of God in advance it's like we're already called children of God, even when we haven't really stepped into our full status. Um, but how do we do that? How do we step into the fullness of our status? Well, First John chapter one verses one to five uh, really begins, or first one to four talks about the gospel of Jesus becoming flesh, and the writer of this being a witness to that. Then it talks about God being light, and if we walk in the light. As he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus' his son cleanses us from all sin. So, walking in the light is really important for us to be moving towards becoming like Jesus. Walking in the light as he is in the light, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from our sin, all our sin. And then it goes on to say, um, you know, if we say we don't have any sin, then we lie. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So cleansing, see? Um, So confessing, receiving our forgiveness and our cleansing, receiving Jesus as our advocate, which it says, you know, um, if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins. And, And so we... You know this is part of the process so so walking in the light um confessing our, our our sins um and then it goes on to say um but this we know by this we know that we've come to know him if we keep his commandments okay so that's the fourth thing keeping his commandments is really important well what are his commandments well a lot of times um the commandments are well i mean we have the red-letter version of the Gospels where we have Jesus' words. Lots of commands. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Uh, do good to those that, that mistreat you. Um, you know, forgive. All the different commands of Jesus are, those count as some of the commands for sure. But the commands include God just putting someone on your heart. You know, call Andrew. You know, uh, call Savio. Uh, Visit your mom and and pray for her. Um, Yesterday, over the weekend, we had one of our people that just had a really strong sense they needed to visit another person and just ask them how their stomach was doing. Well, this person had no clue that all night long that person um, who he wanted to visit had been throwing up and had really bad stomach problems. And uh, when this guy showed up at that person's house, they were shocked. How, How did you know? He said, I didn't know. I just felt like I was supposed to come over and pray for you. And I said, I asked the guy, how did you know you were supposed to do that? He goes, it just came into my head. Go and visit him and, and pray for his stomach. And so, like, commands are actually living words where God instructs us to do different things. You know, um, so, you know, um, I feel like God has spoken to me and said, create uh, little talks in Arabic. Um And Make them available on your website and in mp3s and in videos and so I've started doing that and um, And then I felt like God said the same thing about doing it in Farsi So I had to look around for a Farsi speaker who could translate for me and I prayed about that and came upon someone and now every week I'm doing them in Farsi and so to me Following the commands is like putting when we sense God's put something on our heart. We act on that Um, The next point is um, not hating our brother, like, Beloved, I'm, I'm not writing you a, a new commandment, uh, but an old commandment. Um, and then he goes on and says, um, The one who says in it that he is in the light and yet hates his brother or sister is in the, still in the darkness. But the one who, um, you know, we're called to love, love our brother and sister. Um, and that's, that's essential for, you know, being able to move towards being like Jesus. And um, next is, don't love the world or the things of the world. Um, and I was saying, well, so I'm not supposed to love my wife. And Gracie says, I'm not a thing, Bob, I'm a person. So I go, oh yeah, okay, that's right. So we're supposed to love each other because we're not things. But you know, what does it mean to not love the things of the world? I think that would be pretty hard for a lot of us. It'd be hard for me. There's some of that outdoor equipment that I order that is super lightweight and warm for hiking stuff that i justify that i like um that i want to be able to wear that's um you know like my new uh trekking poles like i mean are those things bad um no but don't love the things of the world because all that is passing away don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust corrupt and thieves in into steel but treasure store up yourselves treasures in heaven that's what he's saying here too right for where your heart is, there will you, where your treasure is. There will your heart be also. Next, he talks about how uh, Antichrists are coming, and there's already many in the world, and so we've got to be watching out. You know, um, it's really critical to uh, really uh, embrace Jesus as the Christ, as the Son of God, and um, and to not veer away from that, and be tempted to think that oh, any way leads to God; it's all the same no i mean uh the gospel is really a focused on this individual human being who came god in the flesh jesus of nazareth and john um the writer of first john says that um who is the liar but the one who denies that jesus is the christ this is the antichrist the one who denies the father and the sons that means jesus being the christ is jesus is the the one who brings liberation and he does it through the cross um, not through weaponry and legal systems and coercion and threats and things like that like our nation states do so um next is uh, this mention of um th- that we have the anointing okay uh, all of us are given um this anointing which is uh literally it means the charisma the smearing we have this anointing from god which is the holy spirit upon us and with that spirit we 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 don't have any need for a teacher. It says because the anointing teaches us everything, and um, you know, this is just uh, powerful. As for you, the anointing which you've received from Him abides in you, and you have no need for anyone to teach you. So um, and then then it goes on to just um, say you know abiding um, is the essential thing. You know um, you know we want to abide in Jesus and all of that. Um, is supported once again by this verse, the one who abides in him ought himself to walk in the manner that he, Jesus, walked. So if you and I are really um, fixing our eyes on Jesus and we're walking in the manner that he walked and we're practicing all these things, you know, walking in the light um, as he is in the light and the blood of Jesus cleanses us, being in fellowship with one another, uh, confessing our sins, being purified, cleansed of our sins, receiving Jesus' advocacy, um, you know, all the things that I mentioned. As we practice this, we will become um, who we aren't yet. I mean, we already are children of God, um, yet it has not appeared as yet what we will be. But we will all go from glory to glory, moving into our true... Uh, the, the true likeness of, of Jesus, um, who is the one um, that we're becoming like. And this uh, this is supported by a beautiful text that I'm going to close with, which is Luke uh, chapter 6, verse 40, which has just really hit me lately um, as a beautiful text that is directly related to what we're talking about here. Um, Jesus gives this funny parable. It's a one-verse a one, uh, parable. It's the shortest parable anyone wants to pass a biblical trivia test it's uh, the shortest parable in the Bible is Luke 9:39. a blind man cannot lead a blind man or a blind woman cannot lead a blind woman or man can they will they not both fall into the pit yes okay then verse 40 is the key text a disciple is not above his teacher but everyone after they have been fully trained will be like their teacher everyone. So so may God strengthen us and fully train us. And may we choose that path of total surrender as disciples so that we will um, truly move from glory to glory and become like our teacher, Jesus. Um, that's, um, that's my prayer. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you give us the anointing and um you give us your word thank you that you um are committed to being our teacher and being the one who helps us become uh, fully trained like you so that when we see you we will um, recognize that we are becoming we become like you help us to not forget this truth and to not believe lies about ourselves uh, because you have made us um, you know, your, your great love is, is so great um, that you call us children of God. I ask that right now we would be able to receive your great love. So I just want to invite you guys just to get into a posture of receiving. And I'm just going to pray that the great love, the great, the mega agape okay, of the Father would just uh, come into us. So Father in heaven, we just pray that your mega agape, your great love, would flow into us right now, that we would feel your hug, your embrace, your um, that your anointing would come into us and uh, strengthen us and purify us and help us to just step into this calling um, to fix our eyes on you and to purify ourselves just like you are pure. In the name of Jesus, amen.